Recorded live from 636 Studios in beautiful Austin, Texas, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. For those of you keeping track at home, the date is Wednesday, September 28th, 2011. This week is podcast number 133. Joining the podcast today is... Brandon, the idiot Farmahini. Marshall, baby Matt Rimmer. Michael, rage quit Jones. Gus, Mixmaster Cirola. Welcome to the podcast. Like the new we, intro, we, we, I feel somewhat official after that. I decided, to, I decided to throw my uh, my hat into the ring Good after job. listening to everyone else's podcast intros for so long. I, I kind of cut ahead a line. Is that there, the, there's a, there's a year long wait to get on? But I put myself up at the beginning. You pulled some strings. Nice. Is the is that the Pongo theme? It's very similar, but it's not. Okay, Jack said the same thing. Actually. Yeah, Jack thought it was the Pongo theme, but then at the end here, it's it's a little different. I don't. I, I'm ashamed to admit I don't remember the Pongo theme off the top of my head, so I I don't know for certain. It's like hearing Vanilla Ice describe how he shouldn't be sued by Queen for his song. Have you heard it? It's, it's like, totally different. It's like it's there's ding 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 ding, and mine is ding 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 ding. And then he says totally different, totally, totally different. different. What a, what a, what a, he was he was really arrogant about that. Every single person I've talked to has seen that. Like where where was that? Like how <laughs> how has everyone seen that? I think it was an MTV interview that's like been recycled over and yeah. over and over. I feel like he gained a lot of respect for Vanilla Ice, though, after those commercials that he came out with a few years ago. Do you guys see those? It was no. like, you know, it was like the life comes at you fast or whatever. Oh, right. You know, yeah. and it's like him on top of the world, and then it's like him, like, flipping burgers or something like that. Yeah, it was a Super Bowl commercial yeah, yeah, like yeah, two yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. After that, I was like, okay, all right. He's not a not an absolutely terrible guy. Was, I think it was the same series as the MC Hammer ones. He's, like, dancing yeah. in his parachute yeah. pants, and yeah. then just a hard cut to uh, his house getting like a... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how that sells anything. <laughs> Here, laugh at people who had, you know, everything and then lost it all. You squandered it. So I want to say something real fast. You may have heard in the podcast intro, we this week we are officially renaming the podcast from the Drunk Tank podcast to the Rooster Teeth podcast. Branding! Branding. More can, I be the, can I be the brand ambassador? You can be the brand ambassador. The brand ambassador. But uh, nothing should change about the podcast, just changing the name. Making it a little more official, a little more unified, a little more sexy. Yeah, people so get, people if, are going to be mad about it. No, they won't. If you want, I'm going to continue using Drunk Tank theme songs people have submitted. But if you want to submit a new podcast theme song with uh, Rooster Teeth podcast at a Drunk Tank, you're more than welcome to. You can send them to podcast at roosterteeth.com. If you can, please include the file as an attachment. Don't send me a link if that makes sense. Because sometimes I don't look at them right away and I don't download them. Then by the time I look at the link. They've been removed it's and too I feel late. bad. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah, it's my fault for being lazy. But yeah, so uh, that's the official stuff, getting that out of the way. New, new t shirts to follow, I'm sure. Oh, well, I didn't even think about the t shirts. Yeah. Oh, They're shit. collector's items now. Ooh, Ooh. classic. Yeah. And we can reissue them. Better go buy those drunk tank t shirts right now. Yeah, we might finally sell one. Man, we <laughs> just made those shot glasses. Oh, shot glasses just, are awesome, uh, too. We'll just, re- we'll, we'll just change them. So, I mean, we'll keep the tank. We're still going to have the Drunk Tank logo. We'll probably just change it so it says Rooster Teeth instead of Drunk Tank on them. Well, someone go and just sand off the design. <laughs> very, very meticulously. Nah, we'll just sell through our current stuff. So, uh, you guys wrapped up RVB production, huh? Kinda. Kinda? Uh, we're watching the DVD right now. It's already been shipped off to uh, Replication last night. We, it was, uh, we went to the distribution center for FedEx last night. Oh, is that the one out east on 290? Or is yeah, it off 183. Oh, the one on Techni Center. Techni Center, that's exactly it. Yeah, we, uh, in order to make the deadline, Bernie raced off at 8.30 last night to go to the last place 
FedEx shipments go before the airport. And we made it. Yay. Nice. We, we threw a party at the office. The party consisted of everyone just falling asleep, I think. <laughs> the, uh, one, the, the last time I went to that Techni Center location uh, was a few years ago. We were still in the, the apartment in Buda. And we had ordered some network, uh, network storage devices, the, uh, the X-Ray. And uh, FedEx had claimed they tried to deliver it to us, but we didn't receive it. And uh, we really needed it for some reason. So I went to that Techni Center location. And uh, I was like, here's my tracking number. I really need to get this package. Do you have it here somewhere? The woman's like, oh, no, this, you know, this, this shipment you're expecting is FedEx ground. We only do the express here. I'm like, oh, it's like, is there a place I can go for ground? She's like, no, they don't have you know, a distribution center like us. And I was like, oh, I really need to get this today. Is there, you know, is, is there any way I can just go to the center, wherever it is, and just like, look for my package? And uh, she looks at me, and she writes down an address on a piece of paper. <laughs> and she hands it to me. She goes, you didn't get this from me. You found this in the parking lot. Go here. Oh, shit. So yeah. I, I drive to, like, this unmarked <laughs> warehouse off of Springdale. And uh, this is the address. It's somewhere, you know, at east on, by Springdale. And, well, it's off of Springdale, I'll say that. <laughs> and I, I walk up to this warehouse, and there's just, like, one dude. And they're, like, an 18-wheeler. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, um, I'm looking for a box. <laughs> and he's like... Oh, yeah? And I go, this is my tracking number? He goes, hold on. And he crawls into the 18-wheeler, is in there for like two minutes, and comes out with this giant box. He goes, here you go. I was like, thanks. Wow. <laughs> Let's put it in my car and drove off. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so much about that story. It's, it's just so... Super weird. Yeah. It's like I'm surprised she didn't have you meet her in the parking garage. Like a full jacket and <laughs> smoking. <laughs> like she left it in the trash can, like do a dead drop. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys have the excerpt in the uh, in the Buda apartment. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, we we had to get it when we first started making uh, HD videos. Like up until I think it was season, Out of Mind. Yeah, I think Out of Mind was our first uh, HD project. But up until then, we'd always just use you know consumer hard disks. But we found out very quickly they weren't fast enough to capture HD footage. So we bought uh, the the RAID at that point to make sure that we had disks that were fast enough to be able to capture and edit in HD. Things held up. That thing's been super reliable. Probably one of the most reliable hardware purchases we've ever made. You should start kicking it to see what it does. <laughs> just no, it's it a, keep up. It's right in that danger line right now. There's like all these water pipes right above it. Yeah, water. <laughs> I'm putting that in air quotes. I, yeah, I would not drink the water in those pipes. <laughs> Might be waste pipes. <laughs> the uh, I, I realized the other, I mean, not the other day, like a month or two ago, I was in the closet, like I was connecting some network cables, and I heard the upstairs toilet flush. <laughs> And I realized that the upstairs toilet is directly above that closet. <laughs> like I was like, I should not be hearing the toilet flush that clearly. Uh, well, we here. do have we do have the rule no two in the two, so <laughs> that kind of helps things a little bit. I guess. Visitors though are not aware, and sometimes we'll uh, to become suspicious. Yeah, mm-hmm. visitors shouldn't be shouldn't be using that bathroom. That should be like the uh, the executive washroom. It should be locked at all times. We should have like an outhouse or something like that for for visitors. That'd be great. They'd like that, I'm sure. Isn't there like just go to the field? Just go to the field. <laughs> just go next door. That lot. Dude, I love that field. We go ahead. We shot that uh, uh, catch up thing with Michael in that field, and uh, someone noticed pretty quickly that uh, that was where we filmed uh, every other short ever. <laughs> <laughs> the shorts hide pretty well because like that's just such a generic, generic yeah. location. But it was the uh, the horde video because they saw yeah, the uh, shack, the shack in the background. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like. Way to ruin it, Marshall. If you didn't know, you probably couldn't tell that the Angry Birds, the outdoors, most of the outdoors Angry Birds stuff was shot there. And looking back at it, it's hard to tell. Yeah, and I mean, the Duck Hunt stuff, too, is is out there as well. The Duck Hunt was the the big one that we did there. Yeah. 
every outdoor short, except for Atari Kid, we went to a bunch of different places. Yeah, we actually went but, to the park. Yeah. Do you, remember, you remember they were yelling? Do you remember the, the city crew that was yelling at us when we were filming Atari Kid? You know, I was out there dressed in that stupid costume, <laughs> and I think you were dressed up as a nerd that yeah, day as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, the mustache. Yeah. And uh, there was a city crew who drove by in a truck, and uh, like they rolled down the window. They were driving down Riverside. They rolled down the window, and they yelled... Go home, Harry Potter! <laughs> I just looked at them and I was like, shouldn't you be working? <laughs> I, lo- I love the guy who drove by and screamed out, lightning bolt, lightning yeah. bolt! Yeah, yeah, and then we actually used that in the video. That was, yeah, that was, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there's just something about that unknown factor, you know, when you're out shooting in a public place and there's all those people walking around. I was really concerned when we shot that, that when the actress fell down screaming, my purse, my purse, that someone was going to get beat up. Like someone would yeah, see the camera yeah, right? They chase down the actor and knock him down. But those those type of chivalrous chivalrous people, I don't think exist in Austin. Right? Yeah. Now, what so. I learned was, if I'm going <laughs> to rob some woman's purse, go down to auditorium. Shoulders. Bring a camera, and then you're set. Yeah. You, yeah. you can bring That's a true. camera and do anything. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We were burying that body for that Mega 64 video. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Some security dude, scary as fuck, came by, and we're just like, oh, we're, we're we have a camera. We're just filming something. We're like. All right. <laughs> like, too bad. Like we were even we were, we were even trespassing on the yeah, land he was yeah, guarding uh-huh, uh-huh. to film that. He's like, "Oh, you filming? All right, that's cool." He just walked <laughs> off. It's awesome, man. Uh, but it's funny though. Like, uh, what, what was the name of the guy who played the thief? Your friend uh, Jesse. I, I don't know, man. I, if he was stealing someone's purse, the way he looked, the way he was dressed, I, I would not mess with him. He was yeah. only armed with a pair of pliers, though. That's just true. <laughs> <laughs> the plier bandit. <laughs> we, we had a knife, we had a knife on set that day, but we couldn't make it. Well, you had no. to go get one, right? Uh, we they wanted to use Carrie was like, "We'll use a, a real knife." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I don't want us to get fired." Yeah, that was a um, bad idea. He was like, "Look, I could tape it, and it's not sharp, but the thing, you could still stab yeah. someone with that." Yeah, thing. no, I took it, and I was like stabbing myself with it. It's just like, look, this. This is a company. <laughs> and I don't know I don't know who had the pliers, but when, when Jesse was introduced to him, he's like, you know, I, I, I kind of like this as like a character choice, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> he was right, though. He was right. The way that plays. Yeah. It would have uh, almost seemed like a little bit, I don't know if it would have worked as well if he had an actual knife, but... He's just like working on some. I don't know. What do you What do you work on with pliers? A car? Do you use pliers on a car? I don't. I don't think so. No. no. I don't know. Yeah, you're asking <laughs> the wrong. What person. criminal activities could you complete with pliers? <laughs> you could steal copper wire, maybe. There you go. <laughs> no, I don't know. But it was it was uh, it was interesting. Like like when I saw the the early roughs, you know, the first few cuts of that of that short, I kept thinking, I wonder if they're gonna like you know. Mask it and put in, you know, a knife, like an overlay over the pliers. And nope, no, every cut, it was still pliers. Make this look professional or not? No, no, not yet. <laughs> that was a uh, that shoot at a lot of locations and a lot of uncomfortable shooting. And I think uh, Gus was just absolutely awesome and all of that. So it, I think after that, we were just like using him in every short because he was a breeze to work. With. It was it was hot. I remember at the time. I think we filmed it in March. The arcade, the arcade place too. And I remember hot. thinking, God, it's super hot in this costume. And then the year just got ridiculously hot after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. To try to shoot something like that now, but uh, yeah, we, you know, in that arcade, we had to turn off the air conditioner Ugh. and uh, all There's those like arcade no windows machines. or anything. And it's just like a like a dungeon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then all those arcade machines are just giving off heat. And yeah, it was awful. I still. Oh, I speaking of which, the other day I was uh, this this will this will tell you how much I neglect my backyard. I was cleaning up some brush in my backyard, and I found uh, a cable for the red camera. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What cable? It's like it's like one of those small ones with like four pins in it. 
Uh, is it, it like about like a mini XLR? Maybe. Whoa. Yeah. Is it like about uh, eighteen yeah, inches? Yeah. Oh, like it might be one of the EVF cables. We have two, and we never use both of them because oh, okay. one's for the actual EVF and one's for the LCD. Wow. Mm-hmm. The EVF, for those who don't know, is the electronic viewfinder. I think that'd be that sounds one. right. Yeah. Sounds sure, right. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. Never. We never use that thing. It uh, it doesn't look very good. Well, you have, you have it's, in addition to that, you have like that little LCD screen you can use instead, which is much more handy, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. what we always use. Is there any reason you would? I mean, I guess there isn't, since you don't use it. I was to say, is there any reason you would ever want to use the EVF over the LCD? If the LCD breaks, <laughs> someone took it out, and like they weren't going to take it. I was like, what? Are, what are we supposed to do? We don't. Want, <laughs> you know, it's it's not the kind of camera that has nothing actually built in. It's just a black box, right? So it's just kind of there if we. Uh, we break the LCD, which is totally possible with the way the thing attaches. I give it a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised we haven't broken it already. I, um, okay, so, you know, uh, Tyler was our intern this summer. Uh-huh. Um, I almost broke the red, uh, and I didn't tell anyone at the time. <laughs> I was uh, carrying it, and I am very careful when I carry things. Like, I can carry giant C-stands with, you know, the... Uh, the keynotes attached to them and go the in. The are the lights. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. Go in and out of uh, doorways and everything. And, and you know, I, I do a pretty good job. I don't, I don't trust Chris when it comes to carrying stuff. He's kind of clumsy. But um, one day I was carrying the red with the tripod, and it was Tyler's, I think, second day here at the office. And something happened where one of the legs was extended longer than the other two or something like that. Um, so I didn't have, like, a grasp on, like, where the tripod base actually was uh-huh. and it hit the ground at one point and the camera started tipping and it was one of those things at first i was like okay i got this and <laughs> then like you know half a second later i was like oh maybe i don't have this you know yeah, yeah. and tyler was like standing right there and and basically caught the 100 million dollar camera <laughs> and uh i kind of tried to play it off as like oh thanks man you know i would have got it anyway but then as, after that happened i immediately turned around and i was like oh my god i was <laughs> Almost fired and <laughs> sued for much, much more than I own. So, I just imagine if it did break, you'd be there talking to us. You'd be like, you know what? You're going to believe Tyler or you're going to believe me? <laughs> I don't think I'd be standing. I think I'd be living on an island off Central America somewhere. I think it's what would happen if, <laughs> if I broke that camera. I uh, When we were filming the, the horde mode immersion, I you didn't use it. But I almost broke that 5D while you were using it. You oh, had yeah. it in your hands, and you were shooting footage of us, and I was supposed to throw my axe by you, and I did. It was a Nerf axe. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, I don't know why. I decided to throw my gun as well. I threw my gun, <laughs> right and instead of going, instead of missing you, it like went right in the camera, hit yeah. straight on the lens. I'm sure it gave you a dirty look after that. I yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. And then you even had, like, the attachment. You had it up to your eye, and I was convinced it gave you a black eye. I was like, oh, my God. So, Gus, sore subject, uh, RTX water balloon fights. Uh, someone threw a water balloon like at Chris with the camera. Like a water balloon hit the HVX. Wow! Don't do that. Electronics are expensive. You yeah. get, guess what? No water balloons at RTX 2012. Well, now exclusive. Well, now you just guaranteed. I'm announcing it right now. Wow! Hey, so is this is this true? If like you have something electronic and you spill soda on it, you're supposed to you're supposed to like pour water on it. Is that right? Have you guys heard that? No. Okay, I don't know if this is true. Maybe we should look it up. I, I, what I've heard, you know what I'm talking about? Though? Yeah. What I've heard is that you, if you get liquid on an electronic device, you put it like in a Ziploc bag with rice as soon as you can because the rice absorbs the, hmm. the moisture and the humidity. 
Uh, I think the rationale behind pouring water on it, if you pour soda, is the problem is that sticky... The corrosion? Yeah, the syrup. Uh, it's will fucking awful. by the rice. What, I, I know I'm going to open myself up to problems. I'll just say this. Did not know you can't leave a can of Coke in a car in the middle of the summer. Did not know this. It exploded. Oh, like an unopened can unopened of Coke? Unopened can of Coke. <laughs> exploded. Like, it is... I no idea this could happen. And so I didn't go in my car and be like, oh, this can exploded. I got in my car and I'm like, what the... What the fuck? It, it, it's like... It's like if someone came in and violently murdered a can of Coke. It just Coke <laughs> everywhere. And I had to clean it and everything, but, like, now it's just, like, fucking difficult to press any button on my <laughs> radio. It's, like, so hard. And, I, like, I, every now and then I'll just be like, maybe I should just take some water and just, like... Just like throw it in, like <laughs> yeah. it's basically stuck on one radio station. I, okay, we'll have to double check this for sure. But I think if you have deionized water, you can pour that on electronics mm. to clean it. Don't do this the without plot, looking it up. The plot thickens. But look, if you look it up, that might be true. Is it? Does it come in a can? Can I just leave it in my car on a hot day? When did you do that? Um. Do you remember when? I, I took my car to get cleaned, and I parked it in the front of the building, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, you're supposed to leave your windows open because everything's still wet, so I left my windows open and my uh, sunroof open, and that was the first time in four months that it rained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I, like, ran downstairs and ran out into the... I think, Gus, you tried to find I the remember, security I footage of that. Right? I have the security yeah. footage of you doing that, yep. That's fantastic. So, yeah, uh, I, was, I was wondering what the fuck was going on, because I sit by the front point door. Point God. And I could hear, like, pounding on the floor. It's like, what the hell? And then I just saw you come yeah. down the stairs and shoot out the front door. It's like, what I the fuck is going it. on? That's a detail. Those things aren't cheap. Because, like, it hadn't rained in forever, and no. everyone was, like, in awe of the rain, you yeah. know, because it's Texas. And, like, I just remember everyone, like, just stopping everything that they were doing. And I, I turned on uh, uh, Texas Flood by Stevie Ray Vaughan, and it was just pouring and then, like, two seconds later, we look over and Brandon just, like, sprints out of the bullpen down the stairs. But I'm sure there – I don't exactly remember, but I'm sure there was a point where I was admiring the rain with you guys. I was like, oh, it's raining. And then it was like, one, wait, two. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, wait for it. Yeah. Wait for it. Run. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saved all that footage, but it wasn't nearly as funny as I was hoping. I was hoping that it would be like Keystone Cops, that you would get outside and the, whip, the road would be slick and you'd fall. <laughs> oh, and it was so <laughs> slick. I, I don't know how I didn't fall. Because, you know, it doesn't rain a while. For comedy's sake, you should have. Like, it's like really, uh, really slippery when it just does start raining because there's just like so much like shit that's been accumulating on the ground. And mm-hmm. I slid across because I was wearing sandals and I thought I was going to eat it and I didn't. <laughs> I was disappointed when you did. I'm sure I would have been disappointed. I, too. I leave so many banana peels around the office. <laughs> I think your day's coming. So. Have you seen Marshall eat banana and peanut butter? Mm, he took no. one of our peanut butter jars and started dipping a banana in it. And that's eating that's the not banana. true. That either. is completely I'll, true. Let me explain. Okay, so I had a roommate who I learned this from. It's, it's absolutely genius. It's the most delicious food you'll ever have. You just take peanut butter and you put it on a banana. And then you eat it. Do you see the right. order you did that in, though? You take the peanut butter and you put on the banana. Not you take the no, banana that you're eating and dip it in our peanut butter. It's not physically possible to dip a banana in peanut butter and then pull it out without it breaking in half. I we, agree. we saw you. You can, like, like <laughs> dab the end of it, maybe. Oh, you that's could dab. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could dab. dab. Okay. But well, that, that's where the germs are on the dabbing side. That's true. true. So, yeah, I had, I, I had Kara go out and buy us, uh, buy me, uh, my own uh, peanut butter. You know, usually people, what they do is they just cut the banana, and then they put it on bread, and then they put the peanut butter on that. That way you're not shoving 
The banana That's hammock. not the Marshall way. Yeah. So are you I'm just saying usually. You know, are you no, claiming no, no. this did not happen? I'm saying your facts are a little faulty, <laughs> but the overall story is in fact true. So there was banana and a peanut and peanut butter. Well, is what you're saying? What if you get you get like two shots? Because if you dab the first side and bite it, and then, and then you the, flip the banana, yeah. and you get the other one. It's like when you dip the yeah. the chip in the hot sauce. You know, as long as as long as you use an unbitten egg. Exactly. Michael is narrating exactly. the story with yeah, his hand right you now. You also have to be careful. You don't use an unbitten end or the end you've already put your grubby hands all over. Pretty See, good. This, well, yeah, well, you know, my hands are pretty clean. Exactly. So. I mean, you know, if you wash your hands, it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> I don't know about that. If you wash your hands immediately before you do it? You wash maybe. your hands between each chip. Okay. We can settle on that. <laughs> yeah. Why, why are we even having this discussion? Why do we even have to have this conversation? Why wouldn't we have this conversation? This is what people want to hear. They want to hear about the banana germs and the chips. You it's, know, and the double dipping. I'll fucking it, septuple dri- dip it's like, and drip. It's like even worse than that Seinfeld episode about the double dipping. I usually make an announcement. Like if we get like hot wings or something and there's like, you know, they give you only like two sauces. I'm like, this is mine. I am gonna dip like a motherfucker in this. I need to dip like twelve times with my my buffalo wings. Fuck that. Prevent double dipping. I just engulf the entire whatever I'm eating in the sauce. Oh yeah, and so it's completely covered. Yeah, but once you bite it, then the inside doesn't have sauce. See, therein lies the problem. Yeah, but you have you have sauce on your plate if you do that. You could re, you can re-dip onto the sauce yeah. on your plate. Now, who wants to go on the plate though? What? There's that's no like, difference. That's like being civilized. I want to be an animal, just like I dip. In like, this do you cup. guys? Do you guys ever uh, go the route of just buying paper plates instead of having to do dishes? You know, it's like at me. the office. I, I, yeah, I've been yeah, there. That's what we do yeah. here. No, do we do that here? I thought we don't have paper plates anymore. Oh, um, yeah, we we do. have some now. Oh, okay. We just had some for all that pizza we had yesterday. Oh, okay. Paper plates and paper bowls, man. This is a, a little going in a little different direction. Uh, I have an announcement Whoa. I would like to make on the uh, the podcast this morning. So tonight is my very last night of homelessness. Nice. Aww. I've been homeless for about three months now. I've been sleeping at various places, including Achievement Hunter. It's true. <laughs> and the sound booth. We appreciate you for letting us stay in and your the home. bullpen. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to have to. Uh, Write a letter to all my roommates and letting them know that I you're moving out. I'll be moving out. Yeah. You know. Does every each roommate get their own personalized letter, or no, it's just no, no, no. okay? It's just a you know, blank I'll, letter. I'll you I, just I, put it on the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to write a uh, special thank you to Kara, Marshall? Oh, why is that? Oh, for doing my laundry. For doing all your laundry. You had Kara doing your laundry. Let this, me let me explain this before. This is good. So I can do my own laundry. When, when people, <laughs> when, congratulations! You know how when people are like, oh, uh, you don't do your own laundry. Like you put it in the thing and you push a button. Like doing laundry is not difficult. Right. I, I don't understand the concept of not knowing how to do that. So I did my laundry, but you know, like after I'm done, I just kind of like put it in my suitcase or put it there and just, uh, you know, I don't have a closet mm-hmm. or uh, you know any kind of drawers or anything. And so Kara uh, saw this this. The bundle of clothes right next to the the washer and dryer, and and she did my my clean laundry for me. So she uh, she's also rewashed your clean laundry several times, several times because you just have it all piled up. She's, yeah, well, yeah. She's like, yeah, these don't these don't look clean. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. What was she asked? Like, are these clean? And Marshall was like, yeah. And there was just this pause. She's like, well, they don't look clean. And then Marshall had like the worst fucking look on his face. It was like a look of hatred and anger. <laughs> Does Kara listen to the podcast? Probably. She's probably listening to us right now. She probably she's outside the door. door. 
All right, well, I'll I'll, get, I'll I'll let you guys in on a little secret, and Kara can listen to this later and yell at me. I happen to have a doorbell button on the under... Like, oh, you're on, revealing this? On the bottom of my desk upstairs, and any time someone goes up there and gets a little too chatty, uh, there just happens to be someone at the door. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an asshole. I've been trying to figure that out for a while. See, like, I've been recruited to kind of figure this out. See, I forgot who was there, because Carrie, Carrie told me about this at PAX, and then it was... It was Carrie, someone else, and me. So maybe it was Jack I or somebody else. But I totally forgot about it. I totally forgot about it until like a week or two ago. I hear the doorbell ring, and Kara goes to the door, and there's nobody there. And then you came out of your office, and you like you like opened the door and looked outside, and she's like, "Who is it? There's somebody hiding." And you're like, "No, nobody's there. What the fuck?" And she's like, "Somebody's playing tricks on me. I think this building's haunted." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, I forgot they had that doorbell button upstairs." But I, I didn't want to say anything because I couldn't remember who Carrie told. I didn't want to spill the beans. I, I love it because you can always tell when you're close to having it happen. Like I remember, I don't know if she's like watching the video, and then all of a sudden she'll just say like one. Thing. I think it was about like Marshall's desk and cleanly, <laughs> and then you just see Marshall's face like change, <laughs> like the decision has been made, and his arm slowly starts to move. Under the That's fucking awful. It's so great. <laughs> now that you mention it, I know we had two buttons at the, at the old Congress <laughs> office. I totally forgot. Yeah. Another thing about about Kara with the with the laundry thing was it was like last week or something. Miles and I were sitting in the kitchen, and. I think Kara just – she goes out and like refills the refrigerator. She gets all the snacks and sodas and whatnot. And I said to Miles, like it just got refilled or either just got refilled or it was empty. And we are like, oh, running out of drinks and shit. And you're like, oh, why isn't Kara here? Because she goes to class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And uh, Miles is like, yeah, she's great. I'm like, how did you guys survive without her? Like how did, how did you possibly survive without her getting all the soda and shit? And uh, Marshall walks by right as we're talking about this. And uh, he's like, oh, what are you guys talking about? And we're like, oh, and, I, and I, 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 point, I point to the refrigerator and I was like, oh, we were just talking about, you know, how you guys survive without Kara, you know. And I like gestured to the refrigerator, which is like right near the washer and dryer. And Marshall's like, I did my own laundry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, that's the reply. That's the answer. And I was like, it's like I'm a big boy. I was like, no. Nah. I, I was like, I was talking about, I was talking about the refrigerator, and he's like, oh, All right. man, I, I, I love Kara. She felt so bad yesterday when she saw the Achievement Hunter video. That's on the DVD. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, oh what? Her, her interview thing? Yeah, she's seen it before though. She greenlit it. Okay. Well, so we were playing it, and she was just like. Trust me, it was a lot worse. The first draft was not nearly as flattering. Really? What was it? <laughs> you all are jerks. I didn't do anything. That's all That's all to pillow. I didn't do shit. pillow. <laughs> yeah. He he made one that was that was a bit worse than that. That Everything in there was in the original draft, but there was a lot more in it. So this is all stuff that's going on the RVB9 DVD? Correct. It's the Achievement Hunter trailer. Well, oh. Carrie, you're a good sport. Nice. She did a good job. I just hope she's not listening. Right. She's probably listening to the doesn't matter. Right people are going to leave comments and shit on her yeah. on her comment section anyway. I'm just telling have, her. I'm going to have to pass off the button to someone else. Yeah. And you'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> We've always wanted to. Well, when we moved into this office, we had this idea. We still haven't implemented it, but we'd like to find a way to, bro- as we're recording the podcast, to broadcast it to the rest of the office to where people can tune in during well, during the recording. That way, if we're talking shit about them, they have the chance to run down and defend themselves <laughs> so we can have like a hot seat <laughs> nice. microphone That's over a good there. Idea. Bernie usually texts. 
when, when that happens. Yeah, that's that's the compromise we have to yeah. come up with. But I'm sure we could come up with a way to broadcast it on the phones to where if you want to listen in, you just like pick up one of the lines and join in. Yeah. Well, you just invited twenty thousand people to email you. No, and no, send no. You no. comments Only in your profile internally, not externally. <laughs> We're not. We, you know, we actually had someone call in to one of the first podcasts, like podcast number oh, yeah, remember, five or six, that. I think. Like, we had forgotten to take the phones out of the rooms back at the Congress office, and uh, the phone rang, and we picked it up and put them on the, on the podcast. That's we, awesome. And that will never happen again, because there is, <laughs> there is no phone in the room where we record the podcast anymore. Except for this phone that I'm touching right no, now. No, there's nothing. There's nothing there. I guarantee you. He's <laughs> <laughs> you're an asshole. Was he trying to reach the podcast, or was he just calling? No, he was just calling. He was just calling. I reason. remember he was talking about. Um, he was talking about he had like a machinima idea or something. He's like, I want to get you guys permission first. Yeah, yeah. I think it was from Michigan, if I remember. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It's hard to imagine we've done 133 of these podcasts now. Wow, it's it's been a long time. I remember first one. <laughs> You don't remember the first one. We did yeah. like 10 of them before we put the first one out. Yeah, I know. You mentioned like we, that. we would sit down and be like, all right, let's try this. And we'd talk. We're like, no, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Just destroy them. Delete them. I don't think we have those anymore. So by the time we finally did our first official one, it felt like we had tons of practice. One and point. two or two and three? They were like months apart, weren't they? I think one, two, and three were all months apart. I think the first three came out over the course of six months. If we put this on <laughs> a timing. If we put these on a disc and like put them on iTunes, are we eligible for a Grammy? Is that possible? Technically. Spoken word album? Comedy album. Comedy album? Yeah. We, we, there's no way we would win. Of course we would. Come on. Who wins that? Take that, Adam, Joe Rogan. Adam Sandler, I think, is one of them. Uh, who won the most recent one? Oh, I have no idea. Maybe the Lonely Island? I don't really know anyone who does those anymore. All right. I'm look, Adam I'm look, Sandler's I'm comedy albums used to be like, there's, like, he had songs, he had skits. Chris Rock too. Those I, were good. I was watching that bigger uh, and blacker that clip from uh, Billy Madison today, where the kid's like, "I can't wait till I go to high school," and he starts shaking the fat kid's face. You know, <laughs> <laughs> stay here. Okay, the people who were nominated in 2011 for uh, best comedy album was uh, "Cho Dependent" by Margaret Cho. I told you I was freaky by Flight of the Concords. Kathy Griffin does the Bible Belt by Kathy Griffin. Weapons of Self Destruction by Robin Williams. And Stark Raving Black by Lewis Black. We don't even have to win it. We can just get nominated. What is it? Grammy nominated. Yeah. You think we could be nominated aside, along yeah. aside any of those Kathy people? Kathy Griffin, come, come on. Come Margaret Cho. Cho. Right, we can probably beat Margaret Cho, right? Come on. <laughs> Every one of her jokes is about being husky. <laughs> Lewis Black won, by the way. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, he works. So, uh, I don't, he does I don't, have a job. I don't think we could beat him. What's up? I said he has a job. Hmm. What do you I mean? I said he works. Oh, Okay. Oh, he works. Yeah. I Holy yeah. shit, guys. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. That was not a sound effect, by the way. That was Marshall. It was very well done. Thank you. Thank you. We're thinking about trying to find a way to reincorporate a soundboard. Bernie had one for a little while in his laptop. <laughs> Those are just... They're funny when you're the one doing them, but when you're they listening, absolutely they're are. so... <laughs> they're so much fun. There's so much fun to hit the fucking button. Because uh, I had um, Mike, who's a form monitor on the website, he made a soundboard for uh, when we do G100 TV, which is like a stream we do bi-weekly on the website. Uh-huh. And he made it and only gave it to like me and Ray, and we just fucking spam the shit out of it. Like, like in HTV, just like, eh, hit the button over and over and over again. It was so much fucking fun. How awesome would it be if we had one of those and anytime Jack tried to talk, we just cut him off with the soundboard? Absolutely. <laughs> Come on, no, that's comedy. That is comedy right there. Everyone would love it. I, th- I think I think it warrants further exploration. You should get one of those big buzzer sounds. So if he's in the middle of a story, it's just not working. It's just like, we, we could have used like, that for Michael for his, uh, 
Lewis Black Hat works. Well, that wasn't a story. <laughs> your attempt at a joke, though. <laughs> Look at that. The fucking There's a lot of tension seething. in the room right now. A lot of tension in the room. Not, not at all. <laughs> so what are you working on for Chima Hunter I'm right now? I'm not doing anything right now. You're not doing anything that, right Why now? do you think I'm here? <laughs> the fucking kicked you out? <laughs> Gus walks in. He's like, so which one of you guys can do that? And Jeff's like, Michael. <laughs> Take him. <laughs> uh, I'm just hanging out, playing Gears of War. It's a tough day. You know, you guys upstairs, you're like, mm, RVB, you know? No, they're, they're, they're like... shit down here, okay? This is like, you know, work zone in the office. No, you guys come down here for play, and you disrupt us while we're trying to work. Marshall's sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Michael, you come upstairs all the time. No. I come upstairs to try and learn, you know, like, <laughs> how do I do this, you know? They're, uh, they're they're proofing the DVD right now, and they have the volume cranked, I think, to the maximum oh, level. Oh, fuck yeah. Which is great, too, because yesterday I was here, as I tend to be here on the weekdays, and uh, Brandon gave me the DVD to watch for RVB, and I watched like 45 minutes of it, and Jack was leaving. So I was like, do you want me to stay here and watch it? Blah, 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 blah. And Brandon's like, oh, well, we're going to watch the whole thing in just a couple minutes. We're going to start it. So I was like, all right, I'll stay, and I'll watch the whole thing upstairs. So like 10, 20 minutes go by. I go up there, and Carrie's like, we're not watching it. What are you talking about? And I was here until like 7.30, and the DVD was never watched. No, it was God watched. We were just waiting for it to be uh, burnt. We had, a, we had to make What time version. was it watched? Uh, I don't know, like 7.30. I don't know why you said that. You, I was just trying to get rid of you. You told me a few minutes at like 6 o'clock. And it was like an hour and a half later, and they're just watching like a random scene from like episode sixteen. I'm like, this is not the beginning, god damn it! So I was, oh. here, I was here until almost like eight o'clock for no reason at all. <laughs> I don't know what you were doing, but we were all watching the show. I remember, no, I called. I was like calling you. You weren't around. Calling me what? Like just out in the open? Like hello? Like, <laughs> you were calling me. Where else would I be? I was either upstairs or in the office. So we. Um, you know, the, the last part of, of this whole process, it's, it's almost like the most agonizing. You actually just have to watch everything from beginning to end, you know, like. And then push every button on the remote. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's just tough because, like, uh, we've uh, we've been here since, like, for the last three days. Uh, slept here every day. Did you say three days or three months? Three days. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, by this time, you're just brain dead. So Chris was watching one of the behind-the-scenes packages, and it's about 12 minutes long. I was like, okay, Chris, how did it look? He was like, it was good. I kind of, like. I kind of, you know, zoned out and fell asleep a little bit for two minutes, but I'm pretty sure that section's fine. How much how much behind-the-scenes stuff do we have? I mean, it's a ton this year. There's a lot of the normal stuff, and then uh, Chris Marshall and I did um, three or four different video packages, uh, interviews with, the, it's like a meet the freelancers, interview with all the freelancers, and then meet the original cast, original cast interviews, and then like... A couple behind-the-scenes packages. Yeah. So well, probably a, a half hour of yeah. stuff yeah. on one DVD along with the movie. What a value. <laughs> I bet you could find that at roosterteeth.com slash store. For a low price of whatever uh, it's going to uh, cost. Insert price here. It, it reminds me of that uh, Iraq DVD we got that had all five seasons on one disc. Oh, and it right. was like, new compression technology! Uh, <laughs> apparently, we uh, it's Dolby Digital as well. I don't Dolby know if you digital. saw that, that logo on there. Did, is it, has anyone actually watched those discs? Like, I know I've seen the packaging and I've read the packaging. I don't think I've ever actually put no, those discs in the DVD ones? drive. Yeah. I definitely put them in um, when we got them because we got them back in uh, on Congress. And, uh, I don't know, you know. How was the compression? sucked. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's new compression technology. It's new compression technology. <laughs> it's new compression technology and a technology that's like 20 years old at this point. Yeah. It's so old it's new again. 
No. I don't think that works for technology. Oh, uh, no? no. It was like DVD <laughs> certified. It was like the early 90s or technology the Technology doesn't go in cycles. That's I, it had to be, a, it had to be so. the early 90s. Because, dude, beepers are coming back. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it was. It, was, it must have been right around then. I think I got my first DVD player in, I want to say, 97 or 98. So the, the and actual it was sta- fucking expensive. So the standard had to be at least a few years old. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, had to, I had to split the cost with my roommate at the time because we couldn't afford a DVD player. Now you can get them like for 40 bucks or 30 bucks. Yeah, it's amazing what Nathan can do with DVD programming language, like in how our, what our DVDs do, like the little secret eggs where you combine uh, different um, different buttons mm-hmm. and you go to a whole new little scene, and it's just really kind of stretching the limits and you know twenty year old technology. Yeah, buy the DVD. That was my pitch. We've always had a, a lot of Easter eggs and hidden things on the DVDs, and I always wonder how many people find them or go through and try to find them. Like, is it? What percentage of people that have them actually see that work or that stuff? I love going online and seeing how to find them and someone else telling me and then going and looking at them. Uh-huh. Well, how, if, I, if I can get, like, you know, if I get some notes for that for this DVD beforehand, that'd be great. A way to cheat is if you put it into a DVD player in a computer, you can view all the different titles and chapters. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And, uh, you Spoiler can, alert. Yeah, you can find all the stuff alert. like that. This is me helping people who have old RVB DVDs and want to <laughs> see if there's hidden content they've never seen. You can do it that way. That way you don't have to... Go. And I think there's, web- there's whole websites dedicated to like listing all the Easter eggs on any DVD you can think of. Hmm. But it's, it's, it's easier to put it's it in It's almost like finding out all the hints, tips, tricks, and more at AchievementHunter.com for all your favorite video games. <laughs> you yeah. sound super enthusiastic about yeah. it. So uh, I was contractually obligated to read that. <laughs> <laughs> how, long have you, how long have you been with Achievement Hunter now? Actually here? Or what do you mean? Yeah. Like in the building? Yeah, in the building. Like, I don't know, six weeks, seven weeks? No. It seems like a hell of a lot We're longer. We're best friends now, Gus. Come on. Gus and I hang out. You know, offices are right across from each other. We well, go on every, adventures. Ever since I found out that you were getting ditched for lunch every day, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, like, every day I'm like, do you, do you need to eat? Do you want to come? <laughs> Gus <laughs> walks in. He's just like, oh, come on. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'll feed you. He was eating old stuff off of the floor. Like, I'm not even... Well, you make it sound... It's probably probably my stuff. You make it sound like it fell on the floor. I put it on the floor. (laughs) That's not any better. It was was wrapped on the floor. Come on. Who says you can't eat a three-day-old sub sandwich that's been sitting room temperature? Your fucking stomach did. Do you remember how sick you got, like, immediately as soon as you ate that? (laughs) But I'll tell you what, I wasn't hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Point Michael. Problem solved. Yeah, exactly. You know what? That's why you have an immune system, Gus. Get over it. Man. You know, maybe maybe a little vomit, maybe a little poopy, and then you're good to go. <laughs> I do not live my life that way. You and I are very different people. I absolutely live my life that way. It's like, eh, take what you can get. Oops, I left this Taco Bell out overnight. It's fine. Ugh. Dude, overnight pizza's fine. Overnight pizza is fine. I'll give you that. Cold pizza for breakfast. I don't one like, of the, be- one I don't, of the best breakfasts. I don't like cold pizza. Really? I don't know. It's like refrigerator pizza. If it was sitting out all night, I can eat room temperature pizza. No, I don't like cold no, pizza. No. Have you tried it? I've tried it, yes. <laughs> That's how I know I don't like it. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I don't know. I never tried it, but I don't like the looks of it. You know, I don't I, trust this cold pizza. I think if a pizza company wanted to start a scam, 
uh, on us specifically, what they should do is they should just start showing up with pizza, acting like they're they're delivering it. Oh man! And then uh, like we'll just pay them. Like wow. yesterday, the pizza guy showed up, and I had no idea anyone ordered pizza. I was like, all right, yeah. what are you here? He's like, all right, here's your here's your bill. I was like, okay. And I was like, I heard you yell, I'm signing this. Yeah, I was like, did anyone order pizza? Because I'm paying for it here. Wow. <laughs> they say I know there was just pizza on the table. Even Marshall Marshall was like, yeah, well, maybe I should start a pizza business. Didn't Bernie say that he had a friend that that uh, got a job by just showing up to work? Oh yeah, that, oh. Was, that was at our that was at our old company. Right? That's a uh, when we worked at the call center. Miss, uh, are we going to say who it is? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? So when we worked at the old company, uh, oh, you know, okay. it was it was a, it was a, it was it was a call center, and um, we did like tech support for uh, like dial up internet service providers, and uh, we, the the how can I phrase this? Okay, so every now and then we had new employees show up for orientation during uh-huh. the day, and uh, it was kind of a the company was going through a a lot, a big period of growth. And one day some guy showed up. He's like, Hey, I'm here for the training. And the manager on duty, I guess, didn't pay attention. It's like, Oh, okay. Well, here, let's get you started. Started training him and put him through the training, put him to work, put him on the phones. And when payroll time rolled around, Bernie was like, Who the fuck is this guy? Why don't we have any paperwork for him? Turns out he had just showed up and uh, just said he was hired, even though he wasn't. It was, uh, it was Dan who does the voice of Donut. Okay. Just showed up and said he was hired. And he got and, a promotion the same way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He, he he hired himself at our at our old company. That's impressive. <laughs> that's that's how we got on the good. show. It's crazy. That uh, that does not work. You could not show up here at our <laughs> office and do that. We would we would catch on pretty quick. We have locked doors. I I don't know. It depends. Jeff probably wouldn't notice. <laughs> There's been a couple times where Jeff like Jeff like oh hey and walk in and be like who is that. The, the first time Miles showed up here at the office, <laughs> you all were out filming something. I don't know what was going on. I hadn't met Miles before, but I'd forgotten. And he, like, walked in, and I was like, can I help you? He's like, oh, I'm here to work. I'm here to see Brandon. I was like, Brandon's not here. He's like, oh, okay, I'll just wait upstairs. I was like, no, why don't you just come back later when they're here? <laughs> like, I kicked him out of the building because <laughs> I had no idea who he was. Uh, it's like when I saw you at uh, – I don't know how this is similar, but it made me think of it. Uh, when I saw you at Target that one time. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, Gus, what's up? And then your wife, like, immediately, like, just, like, turned around and started, like, walking away. <laughs> she She hates <laughs> – when I get recognized in public and I have to talk to people, so she'll always just turn around and leave. <laughs> so she had no idea who you were, so she saw you walk up to me, and she was like, oh, I'm out of here. She always does that. I have to be like, no, and then they, when you're walking up, I was like, no, no, he works, he works, he works at the office. I like, okay, she came back. Fine. <laughs> I guess I have to be nice I'll to him. I'll amuse you. I'll amuse your homeless friend. Oh, I don't know why I'm thinking about this as a result of what you said, but we're going to start uploading the uh, animated adventures onto our YouTube channel. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to have one up today, hopefully right around the same time this podcast comes out. We're probably going to start from the beginning, so if, if, you, if you've seen them before, you get to see them again. In new Yay. HD. No. I've got them in HD. I tried to plug it HD. In a 4.3 format, though. Because <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know why. That, that's a creative decision by Jay or Dan. It's funnier. Oh, I was talking to Carrie about this. This is such a strange phenomenon. Like after having watched, you know, TV and being and staring at four by three and sixteen by nine like your entire life, do squares seem taller than they are wide to you now? You know what I'm talking huh. about? Like when I create a document in Photoshop or it, Illustrator or whatever, and I do a, a perfect square, it always looks taller. Absolutely. Than mine. I agree. Absolutely. I, I, have to, I have to check. I agree. Sometimes I have to check the settings. See, I'm sure you check the settings because, you know, you're a professional. I do this. 
<laughs> and tilting his head and looking at it sideways. I, tilt, I tilt my head 90 degrees. I'm like, is it the same? You were narrating. It looks, well, it looks the same. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, instead of measuring. I'll do, the, I'll do this. I'm like, I'll put my, my fingers together like the, from the top and the bottom of the square. And I'll go, okay, keep it steady. You rotate it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, okay, it's a square. When the old TVs are, there are rectangles. They are actually wider than the old taller. But I think like that's what you associate with as being yeah. a square. Yeah. I think it's 640 or 460. Yeah, when people say like a four three TV, like the standard yeah, yeah, the standard dimension, definition TV, yeah. they, that's the dimensions. It's like four units across and three units tall, mm-hmm. as opposed to sixteen by nine. So strange. Yeah, I, I, that has not happened to me, but I know that's going to happen to me nonstop now. <laughs> Every time I look <laughs> at the so weird. Like, mm-hmm. Luckily, I don't have to work in graphics very much. I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at most things, as you probably know by now. Gus is amazing at many things, like feeding me. <laughs> Oh god. oh god! Yeah, a flash from a uh, from the shorts trailer oh. just came out of my mind. <laughs> You're feeding baby Gus. I, 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 I go, I go, Gus, feed me, feed me. <laughs> oh. What are you feeding me today? I remember finding we'll the sound that. effect we'll for that <laughs> and getting a little nauseous myself, but it's too good to pass. We, out. Uh, we, we, when you got covered, when Michael got covered in ketchup the other day, he was like, "Oh man, I can't believe they covered me in ketchup. This sucks." I was like, "Try getting covered in mayonnaise, asshole." <laughs> <laughs> I was finding mayo in my ears for like days after that. It was fucking gross. I could I, not clean my ears I, well enough I, to get all the mayonnaise dude, out. I took a shower in the office afterwards, like right after that. I took a shower, like 15 minute shower. I come out, I'm upstairs talking to Miles, and he's like, oh, I'm like, what? And there's like still all ketchup on the inside of my ears, like in the upper part. So he's he grabs a paper towel and he's like cleaning my ears. (laughs) Fucking the next day, I take a shower in the morning at uh, Jack's. I take a shower. I'm cleaning my ears with the towel, and there's ketchup on the fucking (laughs) towel. (laughs) Weren't you the one making fun of me? Because I I still had a chocolate Chocolate syrup syrup, in my ear. It's just, you know. I was. I understand now. You can't get it all. You can't. I, did, I thought I did a really thorough job. But you know what? The good side effect of having all that mayonnaise poured on me for the baby go short, my hair was awesome for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like super shiny. It looked super healthy. <laughs> I highly recommend it. The thing about the baby go short too was that was back in March, I think it came out. And that was the first time I was here. That was the first time I was visiting. So the first day I met most the people that worked here, like Gus and Bernie and all that, was Jeff was having a barbecue at his house. So Jack brings me there, and the short was like new from that week or something. I hadn't seen it yet. So like, oh, check it out. And they put it on the laptop, and I'm watching baby Gus on a laptop with Gus standing right next to me, meeting him for the first time. And I was like just looking at the, at the fucking short and then looking at Gus. I was like, what the fuck? Take it all in. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think that day also when we were filming the baby Gus short, we had visitors to the office, and they came out into the studio while I was covered in mayo <laughs> with no shirt. And I was like, hey, what's going on? Good God, to meet you. That's not as bad as uh, – It's awesome. The first time – Barbara was here at the new office, Blondie. She thought it would be funny to draw like 50 penises. It is funny. On a dry erase board. And then this woman came to visit with her son. (laughs) And she was such a good sport about it. She was just like, oh, you guys are crazy. And like, these were just not like, you know, generic penises. These yeah, these guys had anger and personality. She she told me that like when she was here, she's like, well, you know, everybody was busy working on stuff, and I didn't want to bother anybody, so I was just kind of hanging out. And she's like, and then I saw that that marker board, and her quote was, she's like, I'm gonna cover you in dicks, and she did. <laughs> That's what she said to the marker board. And okay. then also the first time I was here, that marker board I didn't know that at the time, but it was in uh, the achievement hunter office. 
and it was just like this weird face and I'm like what the fuck is that and it was like it oh, was like yeah, the end it was a smiling face. face and it had like a speech bubble that said something and I learned later that that was like remnants of all the dicks but like somebody like came in like somebody professional was in the office so they erased like all the, the like the ball and penis part and just left just left the end on the marker board Jeff is a master at doing that one year like two or three years ago at PAX someone had drawn you know, sometimes we'll let people draw on our tables and someone had drawn uh, a penis and balls on our table and yeah. uh, Jeff could see you know, Jeff, you know, it was like right in front of us and we we're like oh man I can't believe someone did that it's like right with our merchandise and Jeff could see like this woman was coming with her like really young son to the booth and he's like he very quickly got out the marker and changed it into a pair of sunglasses to where like the balls were the lenses <laughs> and the jack was like the ears <laughs> or like the legs of the sunglasses and it looked like a pair of fucking sunglasses <laughs> that's amazing and that's why I don't wear sunglasses <laughs> But it was amazing. It was amazing that, like, just like very quickly, he uh, he must have a lot of experience at it. All those years in the army paid off. Not the, that it relates to the to the penis and balls part, but in Jeff quickly like fixing something like two seconds and it being like incredibly lazy but amazing at the same time. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Um, they just had we just had fails of the week uh, fifty two, and Jack that was Jack went to uh, Vegas with Joel. So he like prepped everything and did it, and on the website for the um, the carousel, it said fifty one. He fucked it up and put fifty one. So somebody from upstairs is like came down and was like, "Oh, Jeff, just so you know, you know, fails is up, but it says fifty one in the carousel." And he's like, oh. "He didn't feel like taking it down and like changing the font and like putting a new picture up." So he's like, "I'm gonna fix this right now." He's like, "This," <laughs> I forget, I forget what he said. He's like, "This is what I do around here. Watch this." He fucking he takes the picture that Jack already made, went to like MS Paint or whatever, like put a fucking took like a, a red just like pencil, crossed out the fifty one, and wrote fifty two <laughs> with the mouse and just put it back up and was like done and everyone i talked to because unlike jack i don't sit on my ivory tower and i talk to the people um said that they thought they did that on purpose as like oh you know fail one year fails so they failed the thing i'm like nah jack just fucked it up and jeff's like i got you and, and he just doodled the fucking 52 and then of course once jack came back he's like i'm gonna fix this and then he put it down and put like the proper one up which i think jeff's was better that's fucking amazing lame amazing yeah he did it in, like 30 seconds seconds that's great he was pretty proud of himself too when he did it he's like yeah <laughs> no, it fits it fits in the whole fails theme absolutely hey so when does the new uncharted come out november uh no i think november 11th somewhere I'm around so then excited. There's, I, there's a lot of games coming out this holiday season that i really want to play like i felt like I was, I was already kind of behind i'm getting caught up um but there's just so You're much more coming out butthole plowed uh yeah, I, yeah. i'm hoping yeah What's coming out? We got a Halo Anniversary, right. uh, Battlefield Three, Modern Warfare Three, Uncharted Three, lots of threes. Yeah. Um, Arkham City. Fuck Arkham City. Uh, the new Oblivion or not Oblivion? Oh yeah, Oblivion. Skyrim. Elder Scrolls. Michael yeah, and I are gonna Skyrim. rock some Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I don't know when that comes out, but we're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Saints Row Three. Fuck another three. You're the Chima Hunter guy. You should know all this. Yeah, I should, but you know, there's a lot. You know. Run with that. Oh, you're going to say Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah, Assassin's Creed. Oh, I thought you said that. No, no. Revelation. Assassin's Creed, Saints Row, and Halo all come out on the same day. No shit. Yep. There's actually like five games coming out that day, but those three in particular. Wasn't there a week a couple months ago where nothing came out? There was (laughs) many weeks. There was many weeks where nothing came out. I think they could space that out a little better. Yeah, now it's just like... 
But I mean, like, some of those are probably going to get delayed, right? Or would they already announce mm, it? I don't know. It's, they, it's just pretty close. Yeah, at this it's point. It's November, so probably not. Yeah, at this point, there should already be gold be and shipping for Just bump them, like, a fucking week or two, but nope. All on the same day. Mm-mm. Well, that's good for us. Well, not when you have, and don't have enough people to play them all. Yeah, you guys have to be real short-handed in a yeah, no shit. You have to, like, finish a whole game in a day. I you, still, like, I, I'm, I'm... Dude, work I, is hard. I, you, can, uh, you can have Miles. There you go. Yeah. Miles, Miles keeps, he's like, oh, I want to play Gears of War. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> he's like, fuck you. I finished the Gears of War campaign, uh, Gears of War 3 campaign the other day. I got to move on to the new Vegas DLC, the Lonesome Road. Mm-hmm. That's next on my list. You should check out some amazing Achievement Hunter guides on the Lonesome Road DLC. I should. Available at, Where could uh, I find them? You can find them at AchievementHunter.com. Nice. I might have to go check that out. Michael's giving the thumbs up. What's AchievementHunter.com? I'm not sure about that, but you should go there and find out. If you buy the Red vs. Blue Season 9 DVD <laughs> and watch behind the scenes, you'll find all about it, Achievement Hunter. Man, you're, all a about fu- it. you're a fucking professional. I know. I learned quickly. Is there, anything, with it. is there anything you guys want to plug? I'm good. We released a couple songs on iTunes the other week. That was cool. Although I am drinking Dr. Pepper right now. <laughs> right. I, I love these uh, Starbucks uh, double shot espresso and creams. So does Beep. Brandon apparently. Yeah, we both went for him and it was like it was like a like a bond when we both went in the fridge <laughs> and I grabbed one right before so, the podcast and I turned around and Brandon's like nodding his head. Started playing and then I watched him grab one. So I, I was asking if you wanted to plug something we did, not a third party product that we don't get paid for. Well, to plug. I mean, come on, it helps us fuel what we do. <laughs> a funny a funny game you can play with the uh, the season nine D V D actually on the, the visual effects package. Try to count the amount of times that uh a, a Dr. Pepper product ends up oh, Jesus. <laughs> ends up in the yeah. shot. Uh, most of those are incidental. Um, most, <laughs> but <laughs> it's really pretty much. I would say in two thirds of the interviews, there's there's a, a can, a coke. You know, like we're right really there. bad about taking that. I'm, g- I'm going to throw. I'm going to. I'm going to say it. I'm going to throw it down. I really don't like Dr. Pepper. I don't really? get it. Yeah, there's 23 flavors. I don't get it. What about Mr. Pib? Mr. Pib's all right. Yeah. But yeah. maybe like your taste buds. I'm, I'm like a boring person. I'm just a straight cola. Them. I'm just a straight cola person. This is the part of the podcast where I debate walking out <laughs> angrily. Yeah. Jack <laughs> fucking loves Dr Pepper. I know that's like all he drinks. That and Big Red, which I'm not a fan of. Big Red's good. I like Big Red. Liquid, liquid bubble, it's bubble gum. gum. Yeah. First of all, he described it to me as fucking cream soda. It's like a cream soda. Yeah. It's nothing no. like cream no. soda. No. It's absolutely no. nothing no. like cream yeah. soda. Kara, it's carbonated bubble gum. Kara just got back from Walmart uh, like a couple months ago, and uh, you know she had. Tons of stuff, tons of drinks, and then Jack goes in. And he's just like, "You, you just got diet, Dr Pepper. You didn't get regular Dr Pepper." She's like, "Oh no, you know, I forgot to get diet." He's just like, "Oh," and he like angrily he walked away. Yeah, like he was like, I, I think he might have said one or two things, but he was like borderline chastising her. And I like, felt so bad. Jack does that a lot. For a long time, you know, this is years before Kara, when we were still in the Butte office not, and on the Congress not, office. He did not drink one of the Diet Dr. <laughs> no shit. It was, it was always a fight for me to get regular sodas into this office. Really? Like, it, uh, all anyone wanted was diet sodas, and I'd have I'd have to go, and it was like a whole deal. Like, since people refused to buy me regular sodas, I would refuse to buy them diet sodas. <laughs> <laughs> so you could tell who went to the store based uh, well, on what kind of sodas were in the fridge. You told me the other day, I mentioned that story about, about Kara refilling the fridge or whatever, and you were like, you were like, I always used to do that. Fuck that. He's like, now I don't have to do it anymore. And, and he's like, she's nice about it. She goes around the office, asks everyone if they want anything, anything special. She's good. Gus is like, fuck that. I just bought what I wanted. If you don't <laughs> like it, too bad. <laughs> he's like, if you don't like it, get it yourself. <laughs> Needless to say, it's nice having uh, having Kara around. Kara does a great job. Yes. Two thumbs up. Would do business again. Yes. She and uh, one of her interns were playing around with makeup. Kara also did uh, makeup, uh, a little bit of makeup on one of our VFX packages, and she did a, a fantastic job. And they were doing, like, um, 
like all these really fucking gross uh, uh, like scars mm-hmm. and like put, she put like a giant blade scar on her arm like her forearm I was like you should wash that off before you leave here. yeah she walked into my office with that and she's like oh I really hurt myself she did the same thing to us and I looked at it and I was puzzled because I was like that <laughs> looks like a burn but you know that it's not quite right it's like but it almost looks more like a cut but it's not bleeding <laughs> when i was just staring at it she goes, was it's this? makeup and i was like oh okay it was like two days ago <laughs> yeah she did that she did that in the office but like i said all the way in the back corner and she was just standing in the door and it looked like like road rash or something like her skin had yeah. peeled off like scraped the ground and she's like oh my arm she comes in i'm like wow that's uh she get that looked at or something. <laughs> and, and jack's like right next to her and he's like what happened there <laughs> yeah, it, it looked it looked really good. And then she's like, "Got you, fuck you!" And she like runs out of the office. <laughs> she, she does that a lot. It looked pretty convincing. It did. Yeah, it's it's weird to like look around and see all the different. I don't know what to call them, tools or props and things that we have in this office. It, it, it's it's a really weird place to work. Like the you have the makeup the, to do that. Mm-hmm. You have you know costumes and various. Props I, and weird I, stuff to play I with. I keep forgetting to uh, ask someone to get jelly beans for the evil box. Oh, for the evil box, nice. From uh, what was that short? I think it was, was it a devil box? Devil box. Is that what it's called? The there was a plumber here yesterday. It was an AC repair guy. Oh, okay, okay. Um, he rings the doorbell. I'm like, "What's up? What do you want?" And he's like, "Oh, somebody called me." And I'm just like staring at him, like, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think. Same thing as the pizza business. Yeah, yeah same, same, exactly. same thing. I think I think Kyle was just walking down the stairs. He's like, "Oh, Brandon called him or something like that." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. I guess go in." He walks in and he stopped and looked at that fucking like monster prop for like thirty <laughs> seconds. He was just like <laughs> fucking staring at it, like to the point I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, "The fuck is this guy looking at?" Because this is like so commonplace at this point. Like, doesn't it, not doesn't even pay attention to that thing. Yeah. And he's just fucking staring at it, like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> did it have the? He's like. It had the hat on and had the book. It had the magazine. It was reading. It had the magazine in its hands, and he's just like, like he walked into a fucking like haunted house because he's walking. He's like looking at all the posters and shit. Like the guy looked terrified. Like he was about to be fucking murdered, and like his organs are going to be harvested. It's like, come on in, buddy. And then like the door slams behind him, and I lock it. It's always strange to hear what people people think we do when they come in for the first time. We had a delivery guy, a Chinese food delivery guy, come in and. Uh, He's like, wow, this place is so cool. Do you guys make posters? Because <laughs> he saw posters on the wall. Yep. <laughs> you want one? Uh, but, I mean, it's a strange... It, technically, we do. Yeah. And we sell posters. Rishi.com slash store. I mean, nice. the, <laughs> the office, it's like two-tone on the outside, two-tone paint. And, uh, you know, it, it definitely looks different. So, I guess it's just puzzling when people come in. It was like when we walked in. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast before, but when we came back from lunch one day, I don't know if Jeff was there. It might have just been Jack and I. And you guys were uh, filming that, um, uh, fuck, what is it? The PSA for uh, for RVB, and you, it's like Chris laying on the floor, like shooting upwards, and you and Carrie on the couch, like posing. We're like, what the fuck is this? And there's like all light stands and shit, and you're like, let's get the oil. Like, what the the, 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 the controller the, the gaming etiquette PSA? Oh, like he doesn't even remember it. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. It's another day. I walk in and we're like, what the fuck's going on in here? It's just they at the office. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, oh yeah, okay. You got oil. That's cool. Just rub it on yourself. That's you, cool. You're rubbing it on yourself or someone else. Oh, that's cool. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. The ketchup thing is just like yeah. There were only eleven pounds of ketchup. A lot of things we said taken out of context would sound pretty disgusting. Yeah, a lot of things we do are pretty disgusting, even in context. In context. <laughs>
the other day, uh, someone wa- I had, you know, on my computer, I had one of those full keyboards with like the, the, the number pad on it. And someone upstairs wanted one and they only had the small one without the number pad. I was like, oh, okay, I'll trade you my keyboard. And I came down and I looked at my keyboard and it was fucking disgusting. I felt bad <laughs> giving him the keyboard. I, I spent 10 minutes trying to clean it in the kitchen because it was like so much grime and shit like on the keys and in between the keys. I was like, how the fuck are my hands that dirty? <laughs> I was like scrubbing it like crazy trying to clean it off and I went and I gave it to him. And it was still dirty. I was like, oh, here you go. And I just tried to run out as quickly as I could. To be fair, he probably looked at it and was like, holy shit, this keyboard's clean. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, my, my keyboard was really, really gross. There's like fucking bananas and peanut butter in the keyboard, <laughs> in the keys upstairs. Saving it for later. <laughs> when we used to have, it out. when we were at the old Congress office, this might have been before you started, I think it was before you started, Brandon, uh, we had the office cat. And uh, for a while, the practical... I was there for the office cat. With Joe? Were you there for the practical jokes when people would take catnip and hide it, like, under your keyboard or in your coat or, like, on something around your desk and the cat would go fucking crazy, like, bothering you nonstop? You'd be like, who the... F- okay, where the fuck's the catnip? <laughs> but you just knew it was somewhere in your area and you, you had to, like, turn everything over to try to find out where someone had hidden it. I remember Joe just always wanted to be around Nathan. For whatever reason, he was always on Nathan's desk. Oh, and he also peed in our equipment bag. Yeah, those two memories are the only ones that stick out. One time, when this is this was a ter- this was a tragic story that happened when I was in sixth grade. Uh, I my, I had cats growing up, and they like would get hair on everything I owned mm-hmm. ever. It was just absolutely disgusting. And uh, one time, I uh, I went to school. And then as I was walking into the building, I was like, wow, it really smells terrible uh, at this, in this part of the building. What's going on? And I kept walking. And I realized that one of the cats had peed on my shirt. Wow. And my shirt smelled like cat pee. And, uh, I mean, I'm in, I'm in middle school, you know. It was just it's tragic. Absolutely tragic. What was your nickname after that? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they talked to me after that. Okay. Yeah. Did you get like like an actual physical response from people like you smell like piss? <laughs> Did you get that or no? People were just like whoa. I I managed to like grab a uh, a shirt from gym class, you know, like oh, a, right, a yeah. disgusting, nasty like gym shirt, and it was better than yeah. the smelling the like cat. human sweat is better than smelling yeah. like cat piss. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in high school, I worked at a lawyer's office, and um, the receptionist at the lawyer's office was one of those crazy cat ladies who had like forty cats in her house. And she just constantly smelled like cat piss. And you could see the stains on all oh, of the clothes God. that she would wear, like crystallized. Like, I don't know, like orange crystals, yeah. like it would, bro- it would be mashed up in her, in her clothes. So she could, like, pick off the yeah. cat piss yeah. as, like, a physical like, yeah. chunk. It was Good so Lord. gross. That's and disgusting. work at that point. Eventually, like, the uh, the county came in and I think took all her they cats removed away. her from yeah. the building. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man, you gotta get in the back of this truck. It was, uh, I, I know that smell, like, so distinctly yeah. because oh, of that. Yeah. It's I've worked in many homes with that smell in my <laughs> former job. Thank God. Lots yeah. of fucking cat pee pee. Think I have to do that anymore, huh? Yeah. Until somebody here starts doing it. <laughs> like, it will be a matter of time until, you know, Jack walks in. He's like, what's up? And she's like... <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend uh, made me keep her cat for a little while, and I fucking hated it so much, but I couldn't say no. So I'd, like, open the balcony door, and it would just sit there looking outside. I'd just, like, slowly try to encourage it. I'm like, jump. 
Wow. It's the worst. Put the catnip on the thing like, in like the world. slick the railing and then have, put catnip on it. Yeah. Have you guys heard I did have we talked about this before? I hope this hasn't come up before. Uh cats can survive a terminal velocity fall. Yes. Did we talk about this? Uh, I don't think we've ever talked about on it on the podcast. podcast. No. Okay. Supposedly, I don't know how true this is, cats can survive a terminal velocity fall, but there's a point in time, like a certain like five stories, I don't know how tall they have to be, but there's a certain height where They'll fall and they'll like get confused and disoriented and they'll die. Mm-hmm. But if they're if they're super high, like from like an airplane or whatever, they'll be able to survive. If I recall, they can survive like a fall from the second story because it's so low. Uh-huh. But between the second and either fifth or seventh story, it's not high enough. Yeah, yeah. But then above like, yeah. that, if they fall, they can like they. I guess they like put their arms out and almost like make themselves into like a parachute. <laughs> oh shit! Like a flying <laughs> squirrel. Flying. Yeah, like a flying squirrel. Exactly. And that they can they can. When they hit they the ground, their, their arms probably compress. Yeah, like, yeah, they have I want to see it, but yeah. I don't want to be the guy to do it. Supposedly, they have a really high probability of surviving those uh, those kinds of falls. The numbers are in their favor, yeah. really. It's a numbers a, game. I got a cat. I'm Come on, cat. Volunteer for this. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's like fourth we'll floor. Do it for sounds fun yeah, to me. All right, well, uh, on the talk of cat murder, uh, let's <laughs> well, wrap this potential. podcast up. You know, accidental. Uh, all right, well, thanks for listening to the first ever Rooster Teeth podcast, or number 133, depending on how you're keeping track. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. It was good.